Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome to another episode of Tune Islam Podcast by Muslim SG. A podcast for Singapore Muslim millennials on Islamic faith, love and happiness. Together, we hope to inspire positivity and uplift our spiritual well-being. So my name is Ustaz Muhammad Khaidar Rohani. And I am Ustaz Nur Hidayah. How are you today Ustaz? Alhamdulillah, I'm feeling good, feeling productive. Alhamdulillah. And how are you? <laughs> you look so cheerful today. Okay, um, as cheerful as I look, I hope to be as productive with you today <laughs> lah, on this episode, inshallah. Inshallah. Alright, um, I think as with the famous question, uh, are you vaccinated, Ustaz? Ah, I am, alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Yeah, uh, last Tuesday, I had my second dose of vaccination mm. and I'm well and healthy, yeah. Alright, awesome. I I have recently gotten my vaccination, but it's only the first one. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the second one. Yeah, and may Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala protect you from any harm. And all of us, and all of us. Inshallah. Inshallah. Yeah. Alright, so uh, maybe we can start off with the first, uh, you know, part of the conversation, says uh, about the whole idea of what does productivity mean to you, and much more specifically, what does being productive actually mean. And what's the difference between productive and busy? I think we can get a little bit confused between these two terms. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Inshallah. Okay. So um, I think productivity has a lot of definition, mm. right? But uh, one definition that I really like uh, is a quote, or as mentioned by Brother Muhammad Faris in his book, The Productive Muslim, where faith meets productivity. Uh, he simply put that productivity is output. Over input, right? Yeah. So, so the more you give, then the more you receive, right? And he also came up with the formula about productivity, which he said that productivity is focus times energy times time. So you need to have these three elements in order for you to have productivity, right? And um, I guess like when we talk about productivity, the difference between someone who is productive and someone who is busy. Uh, is that uh, someone who is productive, they are able to achieve a certain goal in uh, a certain time frame. And whereas someone who is busy, uh, they are just like swarmed with a lot of things uh, yeah, and they cannot get something that is done uh, according to its uh, aim or time. Interesting. It's, it's interesting how the whole idea of productivity has been placed into that whole equation. And I think uh, between productivity and busy, it's quite straightforward if you know where you are looking at because, uh, you know, productivity is all about, you know, focus and then working on your purpose while being busy is just, you know, you being frantic and you just constantly want to work on perfection. Exactly. Yeah, but I think on top of that, what does Islam actually say about productivity? So, interestingly, in Islam, uh, it is not just about saying but it is also about showing and the best person that we follow uh, through the actions of productivity is the Prophet ﷺ. We see that the Prophet ﷺ is an exemplar of uh, productivity. He wears a lot of caps in his roles and responsibilities, right? He is mm-hmm. the Prophet, he is a husband, he is a friend, he is a counsel, a lot of things, right? And he managed to perform all that and do not even neglect even one of it. Yeah, so that is like, for me, it's mind-blowing that the Prophet ﷺ, with all of that, he's able to juggle all the, the things. And as productive as he is, he's also our role model. And the Prophet ﷺ also mentioned in hadith, uh, one of my favorite hadith, uh, hadith Jibril, in one part of it, uh, he said about Ihsan. And this is like an epitome of productivity, which means that you do 
things at the best of your ability and do it uh, right uh, and do it with confidence with a lot of uh, responsibility in it right and and that is i feel that uh, something that we aspire to achieve like what islam actually taught us about productivity yeah. i think it's really beautiful how you brought up the example of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam and i think through this particular example we see how much really islam promotes these habits of uh, productivity particularly positive habits of productivity um, and I think when we learn more about the Prophet ﷺ, we see how he segregates his time really according to how he also takes care of his prayers uh, and I think working on our prayer as well can be one of the means that we follow the footsteps of the Prophet while we also work on our productivity in our day-to-day inshallah yeah, yeah. Um, speaking about productivity is that what is the most challenging thing about staying productive to you the two things Uh, the first one is mood The second one is environment My first one I think mood Something can disrupt you know, my my productivity If my mood changes uh, Depends on uh, how I work with people right? How they push me uh, towards a certain limit uh, So if I don't feel like doing things because of my mood Then uh, my productivity level will change And I think environment also plays an important part. You need to have a very conducive, comfortable place of resources that you can work with. Uh, then it increases your productivity. You know, if let's say uh, I were to do work uh, in my own bedroom and I don't feel that productivity because I just feel like lazy around. You know, yeah. Okay, interesting. Uh, it's it's nice that you brought up the whole idea about environment. Like for me personally, the environment is very crucial to my productivity. Yeah, and oftentimes it can be a challenge, especially if there is clutter in the environment. So yeah. it's not just about the mood, the um the the whole situation, but how things are really arranged at that point in time. Because uh, clutter in the mind is one thing, but the clutter you really literally see right in front of you is another work game altogether and most times decluttering the workspace does help to free the mind from all the inner clutter that I potentially have and on top of that really it's about prioritizing what I want to do first can sometimes be a challenge mm. so um, having that in mind I would try to identify which one I want to work on first lah. But, but then again environment really matters with regards to productivity yes I agree with you Zah yeah Tune Islam is brought to you by Muslim SG, a one-stop online media platform that aims to inspire and empower Singapore Muslims with bespoke Islamic religious content. Follow us on social media. So, Ustazah, when do you feel that at the amount of time that you are most productive? Alright, <laughs> um, in all honesty, I'm not a morning person. So, uh, not even an afternoon person, but I'm more of a few hours before noon person. So, you are b- a brunch person? Something <laughs> like that, yes. I have a lot of brunch uh, usually. Uh, because usually in the morning for me, it's all about you know embracing the ni'ma, the blessings of you know another day, a chance yeah. to try life again and really taking it slow. And after all that is done, it helps me to pick up on my my gear to get all productive. Usually, if I don't start my morning with a slow morning, mm. I'll stress out the whole entire day. So, just uh, ensuring that there's a slow morning, it helps me to calm down and start properly. Oh, okay. Yeah. But are you a morning person? That's just curious. Yes, I'm, I definitely am mm-hmm. because I hold on to this uh, quote uh, in Arabic. Quote they say that uh, there's barakah fil bukura. Uh, there's barakah. There's blessings 
in the early mornings mm, and sure. there's also a lot of other other english quotes that says that uh, the early birds catches the worm mm. yeah so i feel that uh, in the morning is the best time for me to just gear five Wow, much Yeah, well. and then by noon, usually I'll just like slow down. Okay, yeah. alright. Right. <laughs> okay, alright. So, um, let's move to uh, the next question. What do you do to keep yourself productive instead of busy? On this whole topic, right, we feel that we are productive, but actually we are just, you know, busy. And sometimes we, we, we think that we are busy, but actually we are being, you know, as productive as possible. Uh, but at least for me, I'll try to list down the tasks that I need to get done for the day. Um, and... Specifically with a certain time limit mm. So that I will try my best to stick to it Because if I just list down the things that I do You know sometimes I tell myself Okay I, I have one hour Okay I have the entire day to get things done So that really helps me And uh, on that note I would also drink up While I get my tasks done What do you mean by drink up? I mean like is there drink. any specific drinks that you uh, drink? Just water <laughs> Oh just water <laughs> yes. just, oh, right. just, just water Just replenish that or Hydrate yourself Yes Team hydration <laughs> Yes uh, Because it really helps me like, To boost my thought process as well Like I don't drink coffee So mm. um, I'll just stick to water I mm. understand Yeah mm. I mean like For me also Sometimes I will just Have that plan in my head first yeah, When I just woke up uh, In the morning I will start to plan uh, All the stuff in my head first And sometimes I feel like A bit The young people say Entu Or mm. en- enthusiastic uh, I will write it down But I feel that the writing down part uh, is a really essential thing to do. You know, sometimes you tend to forget. I mean, we, we think that we keep everything inside our head, but yeah. uh, eventually we will sometimes tend to forget. That is true, Ustaz. Yeah. So, Ustaz, uh, how does one being productive by being in isolation? What is like most challenging going through it? Uh, if I can share, I have uh, recently served the quarantine order. <laughs> yes, due to two COVID positive uh, exposures. Yeah, uh, but how are you now? Uh, I am fine. Alhamdulillah. Okay, alhamdulillah. Uh, because the uh, both the entry and the exit swab test were negative. Alhamdulillah. Yeah, but uh, it really wasn't something that I expected to happen. Mm. Um, and you know, speaking about the whole idea of um isolation, then again, I was isolated for about eleven ish days. That's long. Yeah, it, it feels like 11 years with that, honestly. <laughs> because, because you're just uh, you know, being taken away from your loved ones. And mm. I think that would be one of the greatest um, challenging blocks. But of course, uh, when we talk about you know productivity, right? Mm. Because the whole idea of you know quarantine order, isolation, you didn't choose to be there. You didn't choose to isolate yourself from the people that you love. So on top of you know being productive mm. um, and trying to get things done, I think the challenging block for me really was trying to uh, adapt and adjust myself to where I was at. Because as much as we are isolated, as much as there are no you know distractions of people around you, uh, you just feel alone, I guess, and yeah. lonely, mm. and you are totally in a different space. Yeah. The space that is very much um, uncomfortable, mm. but you need to constantly tell yourself that you know you are doing this for uh, the benefit of others, and you want people to always be in safety. I think at some point we have to acknowledge that yes, we have all the time, but we also have to acknowledge where we are at to even start off being productive. Yeah, I mean, like I've never been in your situation before, but I can only imagine that if I were to be separated. From my family, especially my wife and my kid, who is just four years old, you know, every time he always requests like, "Abi, 
can you sleep with me tonight right yeah so uh, imagine yes. that going through that the pain. yeah oh, and okay. like you said like 11 days feels like 11 years inshallah i mean like Allah SWT like, give you strength that. Alhamdulillah <laughs> I have so much stress And I'm here <laughs> today Alhamdulillah Alhamdulillah I cannot imagine Having a kid And being separated With the kid I was just separated With my cat And oh. I feel like It's <laughs> it's a struggle So yeah That's yeah. another challenging Cat block. is basically family yeah. Yes Yeah <laughs> <laughs> But again When you were In isolation Or in quarantine order Right mm. Yeah. So how do you Maximize your uh, Spirituality While you were there Okay I think Um Idealistically mm. You feel like You know You have all the time In your hands Right Because uh, you are alone And you don't have to Go to work You know You don't have to Do a ton of things That you usually do um, In your day to day But um, That's what you think You want to do But the whole experience Doesn't allow you To do that Essentially Really? Yeah Because You're just struggling With a lot of Like uh, mental drain mm. Emotional drain And then like Uh, you are still trying to adjust Especially for the first few days of isolation So uh, it's not easy So I think um, what's important Or what has worked for me really Is to take one step at a time mm. One prayer at a time And one day at a time It's really about you know Trying to maximize our time To enhance our uh, spirituality By understanding where we are at And how we can work towards An increased spirituality From uh, wherever we may be At that point in time And the whole idea of taking that next step to do what we can in our own means really is also equally important. Mm. Because, right, you know, sometimes you feel like you don't want to do anything, even if you know you have tons and tons of things to do. Yes. But at the end of the day, you know, um, the world doesn't revolve around you. You still have things to get done. And as much as being in quarantine order or being in isolation is a struggle, we cannot make that as an excuse like, oh, okay, I cannot do work today because mm. I'm in quarantine order. But then again, not everybody who has been in that position would understand what it feels like to be in quarantine order. Yeah. Which a lot of times, sometimes people say, oh, um, you're having your staycation, right? How's your staycation? <laughs> But staycation. It, doesn't, it doesn't feel like a staycation at all. Even yeah. though... You know, you are in a hotel, you know, that, um, that, that kind of thing. So for me, at least, you know, if in that period of isolation, you feel that prayer works for you, then perhaps you might want to consider to stay longer on the prayer mat. You know, mm. if, if you find that reading the Quran provides that emotional outlet, then read more of the Quran, you know, read more of the text, read more of the um, translation, you know, in hopes that it can help to increase your spirituality. And, yeah. you know, if post-prayer you find that, you know, doing reflections work best for you, then do more of that. Mm. You know, it's all about, you know, fulfilling our obligations and do more of what we feel that is best for us and best for our spirituality. But I think my whole entire point here really is to be purposeful and mm. to be mindful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala throughout the entire experience of isolation, quarantine order or, you know, just being safe at our own homes, inshallah. Inshallah. Mm. I mean, like, you were there and you make full use of your time I there. Tried, was that? Yeah. I tried, really Even though you are alone. alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I feel that that is one way how we look at it from a perspective, right? Rather than looking at it negatively because yes, you were is. isolated from your families, you are alone and such, but mm. try to make the best out of your time there. Yes. And I feel that when we are alone, mm-hmm. that is the point of time that we really need that blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, right? that love from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is like what we crave. Right? Like how we usually uh, wake up in the middle of the night uh, to you know, ask for a prayer from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this 
time it's a bit long i feel like that is an also a opportunity for us to reconnect uh, the bonds that we have with allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make repentance or you know uh, just keep that spirituality high i think yeah. that is beautiful you highlighted about love ustaz because mm. i think if you constantly look at things from the perspective of love mm. you will understand that you are really there because you are loved by allah because he wants you to be safe he wants your family exactly. to be saved and uh, even in that moment you can also find means to be productive um, be in terms of work and be in terms of your spiritual connection with allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that's good that's good alhamdulillah inshallah June Islam is brought to you by Muslim SG, a one-stop online media platform that aims to inspire and empower Singapore Muslims with bespoke Islamic religious content. Follow us on social media. Alright, Ustaz, just you know, at the top of my mind, I have a question for you. Oh, okay. The biggest question of all time. Yeah. Do you procrastinate, Ustaz? Alright. Uh, time to expose ourselves. <laughs> um, of course... Not Wow <laughs> Masya Allah Okay I need tips eh Please eh <laughs> I mean like We all procrastinate lah In in Sometimes of our lives lah But mm. maybe I should Throw you another question oh. Okay uh, Okay so If you procrastinate right mm. How do you beat it Okay Um. Well, I think honestly I procrastinate almost Every other day You, you don't seem like it lah But yeah okay. You you feel very humble Oh okay Thank you Ustaz <laughs> But Yeah, of course, I procrastinate with them. Okay. Yeah, from my day to day. And I think the whole thing about procrastinating is that sometimes we feel like we don't want to do it at all. Mm. Or we don't even want to do anything at that point of time. Or I think, if I can just share, just yesterday, mm. I felt like I didn't want to do anything with us yesterday. Because I was just so tired and I think I, I, I needed a little bit more of the um, rest. Yeah. Yes, because the day before, I was doing... A little bit too much things. A little bit too productive, lah. Uh, yeah, mm. but too much of something is not good for us, right, Ustaz? Mm. Yeah. So <laughs> essentially, how I beat procrastination is I just do one thing. You know, sometimes you don't feel like doing anything, mm. but really doing that one thing when you don't feel like doing it really helps. Yeah. And one thing adds up to a lot of things. So it's better doing one thing than not doing anything at all. Yeah. And then once you start to pick up your gear on that one thing, mm. and then you start to want to do something else, and then you pick up another matter, you pick up another matter, and at the end of the day, you see that, eh, hey, actually I've done a lot of things. Actually, I've beaten procrastination. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, thank you for the uh, advice. No Just in case if you need that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you don't procrastinate. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Inshallah. Okay. <laughs> It'll be useful for you. <laughs> Alright, so since you don't mm. procrastinate <laughs> that much, right? Um, maybe you can share. You know, how do we really make time for the things that matter? Because at some point in time, we may have a lot of things to do, and then like we struggle perhaps with prioritizing. Then again, the whole idea of prioritizing is very very important. Mm. Uh, like maybe we have tons of things to do, but we need to focus on our spirituality. We need to you know give time to our family members. Mm. You know, we need not you know forget ourselves in the process because as much as we do the work, we also want to work on ourselves. So the whole idea about self development. So how do we make time for things that matters? That's how do we do this? Okay, simply put, it is about prioritizing, right? It is putting forth something that is important to you, rather than something that uh, you used to have, right? And more so if you are entering this level of adulthood, right? You have a lot of responsibilities uh, on your hands, right? You are A husband, you are a father, you are a teacher, you are a worker, you are a friend, that all right. So, uh, I think that 
you need to prioritize all those things as best as possible and put forth things that matters, right? You're so if let's say you have uh, a family gathering and a lipa time with your friends, then you should know that you know, family matters at a point of time rather than lipa with your friends or you know, maybe some, some time in your life, you would choose to lipa with your friends rather than spend time with your family, right? So I think that that is very important that we prioritize things. But in terms of like, I feel how can we make uh, full use of prioritizing is actually planning our life or uh, planning our day in accordance to the five daily prayers. I feel that that is like one of the things that can make life a bit more blissful, a bit more baraka. So again, when, when we prioritize things like that, then our life should be a bit more easier. I feel that it is much more blissful yeah, rather than, you know, you plan something and then uh, you would forego the time of prayers, let's say, because you are just uh, busy with that kind of things. Yeah, so I feel that that is how we should prioritize our life in that matter. Uh, how about you, Zah? That is really beautiful, Zah. I really mm. like that you highlight the whole idea about prayer. So I mm. guess it's it's all about... Uh, planning our time around prayer, yes. right? Instead of planning prayer around, you know, our mm. schedule or around our time. Um, I think so far what has worked for me, there was one time where I came across this article that talks about, you know, balancing our priorities. So the article was saying like, you know, when we balance our priorities, it's like us juggling balls. You know, I mean, clowns, they, they, they would juggle yeah. balls, right? Uh, but, uh, you know, when you juggle two balls, it's easy. But when you start to add on another ball, when you have three balls, then you start to struggle. Mm. So imagine if you have that, but times 10, times 20, times 50, times 100. Maybe we have 100 responsibilities in our day, right? Yeah. So how in the world are we supposed to really juggle that much? So in the article, it was saying that as what you have mentioned, that prioritizing really helps. And this whole idea has helped me as well because you have got to identify as much as you are trying to juggle 50 to 100 balls at one time, you need to realize what kind of material does these balls were created out of because um, certain balls are made out of glass certain balls are made out of rubber wood stone Mm. so imagine you just juggling everything at one time Uh, you need to take advantage of you know the materials of the balls so for example balls that are made out of rubber you let it go it's gonna jump back up for you yep it's bounce, bounce back up for you. Uh, if, if you let go of a ball that's made out of uh, wood or stone, for example, you can pick it up later on. But imagine if you're juggling balls of glass. Mm. Imagine if you let it go. It will just break into pieces and that's the end of it. So as much as we are trying to juggle you know, a lot of things and a lot of our priorities, we've got to start to identify which are the ones that I cannot let go of. Which includes, like you have mentioned, right, earlier about family, about our prayers, about our obligations. So these are the things that we want to keep on hold. But, you know, it's all about identifying what I can continue to juggle, what I need to let go at that point of time so I can pick it up, and what I can, you know, bounce it so it can do the work for me. So, yeah, it's it's really about prioritizing and identifying it um, in that manner wow. that has worked for me. La. Yeah, mm. I've never thought of it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just thought that, you know, I have a lot of responsibilities I'll just pick that uh, what is like the most important things to do at that point of time. Like like fruits at the garden lah. Yeah, like that. I mean like the fruits that I like, you know, mm. let's say apple mm. or oranges, right? Mm-mm. But when you put it like the deli- the delicate of the, the ball itself, right? Mm. Glass balls, rubber balls, wood, wooden balls. 
and then you can see that you know, some of the things really matters. Yeah. Like like if you let it go, then that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So, wow! Thank you, Zah, for the yes. perspective. That is like really You're welcome Sasha. Eye-opening and Thank you to the article <laughs> So to conclude today's episode uh, Let us remember to maximize our time Through productivity Because time is a blessing from Allah SWT That we constantly take for granted And it's okay if at some point of time You feel like you need to take things slow You need to take one thing at a time But as long as you do something As long as you do something purposefully and mindfully uh, Inshallah, you know, it's off to a great start Thank you Zazah, for sharing your thoughts uh, On the matter, Inshallah And thank you for listening And if you like this episode Follow Tune Islam, share and stay tuned For more Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh <laughs>